In August of 2013, a devastating crime shocked a small community in Brazil. An entire family had been slaughtered, but there were no signs of a break-in and every point of entry seemed to have been secure. After a polarizing investigation, police concluded that the family's 13-year-old For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. World's son was to blame. This tragic case was closed only a few months after it had been opened, but most of the locals refused to believe the official theory that a young 13-year-old boy could be capable of such unspeakable violence. Police say that the young man likely took the lives of his entire family, went to school for the rest of the day, then came back home and took his own life afterward. The odds of this being true are slim and none, yet police stand by this theory today, and the courts decline to reopen the case time and time again. There is a lot of information about this case that just doesn't line up, but most of the details are in Portuguese, so some of the aspects of this case can be a bit difficult to understand since obviously I don't speak Portuguese. There's several write-ups about this case online though, and it seems like translators have done a pretty good job bringing the case to a larger audience. The Peschini family was considered to have been your average Brazilian family. They weren't too terribly wealthy, but they weren't really bad off either. Marcelo was just 13 years old at the time of the crime, and many of those who were close to the family say that he had some health issues, but we don't really know the extent of his problems. Because of his condition, he spent most of his life indoors, probably playing video games, at least that's what police say. Both of Marcelo's parents were police officers. His mother held a pretty low rank, but his father worked for the military police and was a sergeant. What's pretty interesting about this is that the Brazilian military are known for being extremely brutal, much like how the family was taken out, seemingly with no regard for human life. Also, Marcelo's grandmother and aunt lived in a separate house on this plot of land, but we'll get back to that here in just a minute. For the most part, the family seemed completely normal, but some people that knew them say that they felt as though the marriage of Marcelo's parents had been tested after rumors had begun to circulate about Marcelo's mother potentially having an affair. But none of this was ever confirmed, so I don't want to go spreading around rumors, but other than this, there were supposedly no issues at home at all at least not that police were able to find out about. Marcelo was also a pretty average kid that didn't really have any behavioral problems at school and had no history of violence. But according to police, all of that changed on August 5th, 2013. Marcelo had gone to school as if it were any other day of the week. There wasn't anything out of the ordinary, and one of his friend's parents dropped him off at home later on that afternoon after school was over. Just a few hours later, one of Marcelo's mother's co-workers stopped by to check on the family after his mother hadn't shown up for work that day. When he arrived, he found that the entire family had been gunned down and police were obviously called immediately. After a short investigation, police realized that Marcelo's father had been killed long before the other family members. 
It's estimated that he lost his life about 10 hours before everybody else. Everyone had lost their lives after taking a bullet wound to the head, but Marcelo's mother was actually shot from behind as she was kneeling down by her bed. What makes this crime incredibly strange is that police say they found the weapon that was used to take their lives close to Marcelo's body. They say that this proved he was the one behind the crime. However, police also have other reports that say investigators knew the crime scene had been disturbed before they arrived, but they didn't know how this could have been done and who would have done this. It was also found that the weapon that was found nearby Marcelo had previously belonged to his parents. A diagram of the crime scene shows that Marcelo's father passed away while he was in bed. His mother was slouched over his body when she was found, and his grandmother and aunt had both been killed in bed as well, though, like we mentioned a moment ago, they were in a separate house on the property. Marcelo was then found slouched near the bodies of both of his parents with the weapon close by his hand. According to police, Marcelo would have taken the life of his father, his grandmother, and his aunt at some point in the middle of the night. He then waited for his mother to discover his father's body, then took her life as well. However, some reports claim that his mother would have been awakened by the noise and then lost her life immediately afterward. Yet other reports, as we mentioned a moment ago, say his father had to have lost his life 10 hours before everybody else. Who knows what really happened here? Police say Marcelo would have then cleaned the crime scene of both homes, then packed his backpack with five rolls of toilet paper, a clean change of clothes, and about $150, as well as his grandmother's credit card, and taken this to school with him. They also say that there's security camera footage that shows him driving his mother's car to his school at around 1.15 a.m., with Marcelo then sleeping inside of the car until classes started later that morning. After he ditched his mother's car, he would have then rode home with the aforementioned friend we talked about a moment ago. This is where the case takes a turn that just doesn't make sense, and the police should be ashamed of themselves for even suggesting such a thing. They concocted this crazy theory that Marcelo had lost oxygen flow to his brain at some point. They say that this caused him to suffer from delirium, leading to him believing that he was a character from the Assassin's Creed video game series. This entire theory is based on the fact that he changed his social media profile to the picture of an Assassin's Creed character about a month before the attacks. So I'd like to ask one of you guys something. To the viewer of this channel, whose channel name is Pooh Bear, You've been watching this channel for several years now, and you comment on almost every single video I upload, and I'm glad you've stuck around for so long, but after all these years, I still don't know your real name. This aside, I'd like to ask you something. Do you genuinely believe that you are the living incarnation of Pooh Bear? I don't think so. Also, Pooh Bear, if you leave a comment on this video, I'll be sure to pin it so everybody doesn't think we're both crazy. But anyway, this is the theory that police ran with, and this is the reason why this case, while legally considered solved, is obviously still unsolved. But now we get into the real meat of this story and address some of the inconsistencies. Police say that Marcelo's father lost his life about 10 hours before everybody else, right? If this is the case, that would mean that Marcelo would have had to have held the rest of the family hostage for the next 10 hours. Considering both of his parents were police officers, this seems highly unlikely that some 13-year-old kid who was obviously sick and ill could fend them off for this amount of time. Also, his grandmother and aunt were found lying in bed, so this doesn't make sense at all. 
First responders also said that the crime scene had obviously been wiped clean before they got there. They claimed that Marcelo did this, but a neighbor reported seeing two unknown men jumping the fence headed toward the family's home at around noon that day. Police were not informed of the bodies until 6 p.m., and Marcelo would have been at school at this time. Another question is how Marcelo was able to drive his mother's car such a long distance when he's 13 years old and obviously couldn't drive. Security camera footage also shows that after the mother's car was stolen and parked at the school, two more cars with blacked out windows pulled up beside after the driver of the car activated the blinker four times, specifically four times. The final piece of this puzzle that completely blows the police's theory out of the water is that Marcelo was found with defensive wounds on his hands, proving he fought back against an attacker, disproving this idea that he was the attacker. After all was said and done, a theory began to spread that Marcelo's entire family had been taken out as a result of his mother refusing to join an illegal gang of cops from her unit. These cops supposedly would blow up ATMs and steal large amounts of money, with the police then covering up these crimes and never returning the stolen funds. She was asked to join this group, but she obviously declined. This theory says that the cops felt like his mother may have known too much and taken out the entire family to cover their tracks. It's also important to note that one of the first theories officers explored when they discovered the murders is that they could have been caused by some sort of cop beef, as they put it. But in all fairness, there is one aspect of this case that may actually lend a little bit of weight to the theory that the officers came up with regarding Marcello. Police investigated Marcello's life at school and talked with several of his friends. According to police documents, some of his friends stated that he'd mentioned a plan to kill his parents about a month before the crime was actually carried out. This would have been around the same time that he changed his social media profile picture. I'll be honest with you, I've got a hard time believing this. If anything, I feel like the officers could have just been falsifying documents to further prove their narrative. This is not uncommon at all in Brazil. The country is known to have one of the most corrupt justice systems in the world. But all of this aside, we really just don't know what happened here. The reports are conflicting and none of the theories seem to add up with one another. Chances are this was some sort of police cover-up, but we likely will never know for sure. If you've got any theories of your own, be sure to share them with all of us in the comments below. I'd love to know what you guys may think could have happened here. But that's the video for today, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to hit that like button. If you loved it, maybe consider sharing, subscribing, or clicking that blue join button below to really show your support for the channel. We also have a TyNots merch store over on TyNots.com where you can get shirts, pillows, phone cases, whatever you may want. We've probably got it over there. So be sure to check that out if you're interested. But I've been Ty Knott. You guys have been lovely, and I'll catch you in the next video.